Welcome to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. What if the life that actually works for you makes no sense, is totally unpredictable, and goes way outside the box of conventionality? Would you let yourself have it? Would you like to be creating your life for more of what is truly possible? Join your host, Keisha Clark, for this week's adventure in Living Beyond Linear. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, yummy, delicious, magical world. Hello and welcome to Living Beyond Linear with myself, Keisha Clark, as your host for the next hour, and possibly even uh, someone who might push a few of your buttons, and definitely the person who's going to be challenging you to stop asking your life to make sense. (laughs) Oh my goodness, if it's your first time joining us, thank you for stopping by. And if it's your not first time, if you've been here before, thank you for coming back to play. And whenever you are listening to this show, however you are listening to this show, thank you so much for the contribution you are being to this conversation. And I wonder, ah, what else can we stir up and mix up and change up and shift around in the world, in our lives, in our bodies, in our relationships, in our businesses to um, to have way more fun doing what we're doing here on the planet. Yeah, right? Who's with me? <laughs> um, if it's your first time, again, thank you. And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, well, I'm Keisha Clark. I am a happily unconventional change agent. And I am having a blast playing with asking everything to no longer make sense in my life. And I'm inviting you to come along for that adventure here on Living Beyond linear we're going to put the beyond linear filter or uh, adventure into motion for the topics on this show and that's just kind of where we have our fun having conversations about not asking things to make sense because how much of your life actually makes sense right (laughs) in a linear way right and how much of your life have you tried to make it make sense yeah I know aren't we cute and how much more freedom could be available and could be possible for us if we stopped asking our life to make sense and actually just let it make sense to us in the way that our life uniquely is going to make sense to us and not to anybody else. Oh my goodness, just doing that, just having that, just claiming that, it lets me take a deep breath and I I would hope and I would invite you to the possibility that it would give you more space to be more of who you are and all that you desire to be and choose and have and create in the world. Yeah, because what are you here for? Yeah? Are you here for everyone else or are you here for you? (laughs) Or have you even gotten a sense of that yet? Um, I know a lot of us go for sometimes what feels like a really long time or even a whole lot of lifetimes, and we have no idea what we've come here for. Well, you're not required to know. It's not like a test. You don't get a demerit. However, you can start to have uh, possibly a lot more fun (laughs) relative to what fun might be for you um, when you do begin to get a sense of what the heck did I choose this about, you know? So you did choose to come here and you chose to show up today for whenever and wherever today is for you in your world, in your life. And I'm grateful. And if you know nothing else about me, you can look on my host page. I am a, as I said, happily unconventional change agent. Um, Basically, I am all about empowerment. However we can 
create that, invite that, activate that, allow that, choose that, have that with you, for you, um, and whatever can that create for you, open up the space for you to be choosing in your life. That's what I'm about. Uh, I happen to do that with a myriad of things, <laughs> a number of tools from the various modalities I have studied. I bring those all together um, in my own little secret special recipe. Well, it's not much of a secret, really, because I share it on the show every week. <laughs> um, and I bring it together uh, along with my intuitive mediumship and my ability to play with bodies um, and my delight in doing silly off-the-wall things like singing and toning and all kinds of other fun stuff. And um, I just be with you and we go seeking and exploring and discovering what it is that's in the way. And I don't allow just uh, this lifetime to be the only place we go looking, we go seeking. So um, if you're up for adventures that go beyond linear, <laughs> beyond what's here between the point that you incarned and the point that you will no longer be in this body, um, then I might be somebody fun for you to play with. If you really need to be invested in this particular lifetime as the singular point of your existence, however, I may not be the person you want to play with. <laughs> so um, see what see what blows your hair back, and there's no wrong answer. What about what you want to choose, and what about what works for you? And again, that's what this is all about. We stop asking anything to make sense. We stop asking everything to make sense, and we let it open itself and reveal itself to us. And then from whatever becomes available to us, we make new choices, we ask new questions, and we go um, adventuring into into spaces unknown or maybe just spaces we haven't been willing to play for quite some time. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And if you have not joined us in the chat room, I have some peeps in the chat. Thank you so much. I am adoring this chat room. It is one of my favorite features here on Inspired Choices Network. And all you got to do is land on any screen on inspiredchoicesnetwork.com and uh, click on the word chat room. It's in the blue bar near the top of the screen. Give yourself a name. It could be yours or anyone else's. And then come on in and play with us. It's like a, a secret backstage pass. <laughs> you can participate with us virtually in real time uh, during the live show. It's one of my favorite ways to play. And um, the conversations are always <laughs> amazing, whether they have something to do with the topic that's being discussed on air or whether they're kind of perpendicular to the topic. It doesn't really matter. So um, we just always have fun playing in the chat room. And um, you, you never know what <laughs> who is going to show up and what conversations are going to be sparked. Um, so please come play with us live if you have a chance. And it's also kind of fun, you know, like if you're at work and you just want to sort of sneak in and have a little fun on the side, we could be on the download. I don't mind. <laughs> Nobody else has to know. <laughs> so come on in and play. Um, and if you have questions that uh, go beyond the show, if you're listening to this as a replay and something pops into your universe, you can always email me, Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. You can also find me on Facebook at livingbeyondlinear. Yeah. I'm enjoying this beyond linear thing. I'm having a blast. So what fun can we have with today's topic? We are talking about, would you try a spoonful of sugar? Mm. <laughs> so this week we are drawing our inspiration from our beloved Mary Poppins as we continue playing with our movie-inspired topics this month for June of two. 2017, oh my goodness, and we're playing with a spoonful of sugar. So uh, beyond linear style, of course, <laughs> does it really help the medicine go down? And what if 
we could be willing to play with all the energies available to us to sweeten the deal, so to speak, when we are creating and co-creating. Hmm, would you be willing to play with that? And yes, we are going to play with the M word today. And no, that's not the one that many of you might be thinking about automatically, <laughs> although we have had topics on that one. <laughs> And I did a whole series on that kind of topic so with my beautiful sister goddess, Rhonda Burns. And if you want to find those, you can look them up on the YouTube. Um, just look for Sexually Speaking with Keisha and Rhonda, and you'll find all kinds of interesting topics about the M word, the P word, and all kinds of fun words. Um, but today, the M word that we're going to play with is manipulation. And Mary Poppins herself was a brilliant manipulator, a master mistress of manipulation. <laughs> And that is part of what um, we're going to be diving into today. So how willing are you to manipulate energies, people, projects, all kinds of fun possibilities in there? And how willing are you to be manipulated? Mm -hmm. Now, I get, and I'm totally aware, that a lot of us, when we hear that word, it's like instantly not a good thing, not a fun thing, and certainly not a word that could open up possibilities. <laughs> However, what if we did a little spin on the way we're looking at manipulation? Yeah, I mean, you've got a whole song here called A Spoonful of Sugar. And Lily's chiming in. And for those of you who don't know Lily, she's my one of my co-pilots in consciousness. <laughs> <laughs> she's also my honorary co-host of this show, and she has incarnated in this lifetime in feline form, so she speaks feline. So she has been known to move energy for us on pretty much every show. You will hear her chime in. And um, she is one of my invaluable uh, advisors, so she might give us some information from time to time throughout today's conversation as well. Um, so how how much ease are you willing to have with manipulation? Yeah, and the first verse of the song in the movie Mary Poppins, uh, the song A Spoonful of Sugar, in the movie Mary Poppins, in the story, um, is, is kind of telling. It really, it really sums it up in, in my interesting point of view. Um, so it says, in every job that must be done, there is an element of fun. You find the fun and snap the job's a game. Yeah. And every task you undertake becomes a piece of cake, a lark, a spree. It's very clear to see. So, oh my goodness, like wisdom of the universe right here in a Disney song, right? How does it get even better than that? <laughs> and how many of our stories, this is just a side note, how many of our stories and fables and parables and all of that are are delivered in such simple verse and such simple um, subject matter, and yet they actually could be keys that open enormous doors in our lives, in our relationships, in our businesses. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Rhonda says, Disney got all the memos ahead of the crowd, right? <laughs> and isn't it kind of, well, I just think it's kind of cool that um, there was this era that while there was all this craziness going on, you know, like in the in the building phase of, of Disney uh, and the whole Disney movement, the whole Disney universe, um, there was a lot of craziness going on. And at the same time, so many of the stories and the, the movies and the everything that came from that venture that were created during that 
period, um, they have applicability that has lived beyond that particular era, that particular organization, that particular group of people in the way that they came together in those moments. And so how lucky are we to get to continue playing with that and applying some of those things? It's kind of like finding, um, you know, when we go hunting for clues or, um, oh, uh, what is that word? Um, sort of, it makes me think of archaeologists, you know, doing a dig and they're uncovering these neat little pieces and, and goodies and things and learning things about the past and also learning things about themselves you know these are keys that open things wider to us if we're willing to let them so enough about my <laughs> my musing over the metaphor of disney movies um so a spoonful of sugar ah sweetening the deal yes my love and being the energy that could very well be required and desired to sweeten the deal whatever the deal may be. So what is the deal in your life that might require some sweetening? And have you been willing to even be aware of that? And if not, would you be willing to become aware of that now? And would you be willing to play with some new possibilities with whatever that deal is? So, when we talk about manipulation, um, in, in one of the ways you can apply it, yes, it can be very linear. It can be very, um, I have X required outcome, I desire X, Y, Z for whatever reason, um, and therefore I'm going to conclude that it takes this to make that happen, and here I go. Okay, so that's one form of manipulation in a very linear uh, way, <laughs> in a very interesting structured way. And typically that tends to not work out very well for most people <laughs> precisely because it's linear. And for those of you who might not have heard any of my previous conversations on this show, um, our brains don't even work in a linear fashion. So what the heck are we trying to apply a linear logical kind of uh, action to something that we want to create. So for today, for this show, let's throw that out. <laughs> let's just take that off the burner and pitch it for a little while. And let's see what is available if we were willing to play with the energies and ask them what is required. And then play with the possibilities of being willing to be what is required or be the channel for what is required. So Often, um, the thing that is the most obvious is the thing we see, like, we don't see it first, right? And one of the things I'm learning <laughs> in playing with what I get to play with each week and just in my life and in my businesses is sometimes, in fact, most of the time, <laughs> it's actually an energy that we are. It's actually the energy that we bring uh, that can change things and that does change things. And so often we're taught or we're modeled not to acknowledge the energy of us. So if you look at a story like Mary Poppins, with our beautiful Mary Poppins, um, if you, and for anyone who doesn't know um, the story of Mary Poppins or haven't seen them, has not seen the movie, 
I just uh, suggest you maybe go to YouTube and enter Mary Poppins. And I believe you can even find the entire movie. You can also probably find it um, on some of the um, on-demand streaming services, and you can watch the whole movie that way. So the character Mary Poppins, um, she brings a very interesting recipe to to the, the world. And she has these beautiful gifts and talents for working with children. And she brings that out in the story. It's it's the story of her um, really sharing that with these two children. And I'm not going to talk about all of the details of the plot, but for the purposes of today's conversation, she's bringing the energy of her to this family who hires her to take care of these two children. And if she were to approach being a nanny from um, some of the more conventional uh, methodologies of that time, things could have gone incredibly uncomfortably, (laughs) incredibly undesirably (laughs) uncomfortable. And there's even, uh, the children have a song, you know, when they're creating an ad for the nanny. And they're very clear what they require, what they desire, and it and they even go into specific detail, you know, that that they not be scolded, that they be acknowledged, and I'm paraphrasing of course. Um but they're very clear about what they're asking for and what do you know? The universe delivers Mary Poppins. Even if it is a Disney movie, just kind of, you know, go with me here, guys. <laughs> so, of course, it's a Disney movie. So, of course, it's going to happen. And if we look at the brilliance of that, the children put their ask into the universe, and they were very specific about what they desired. And in walks Mary Poppins, who happens to have and what they're asking for, and she's able to deliver it in a way that even they couldn't imagine it could show up. And part of the way that she delivers what she has to offer is through these beautiful songs and this way of engaging the children that is so encouraging and expansive and generative. And the whole time, she is a master at being the energy required to create what is desired to be created. So, on that note, <laughs> and people love her. Look how many people love Mary Poppins. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, so, everywhere you have these interesting little conclusions lingering in your universe that you could never be a manipulator, that you could never be manipulative, because if you chose that, it would be something awful and horrible, and you would have to work really hard, and it would be yucky, and you would not be a nice person, and people would hate you. Would you be willing to put that aside for the next, I don't know, 40 minutes, <laughs> 35 minutes? <laughs> and would you be willing to allow those points of view to shift? Would you be willing to see manipulation from a different perspective? Because Mary Poppins is really a brilliant example. So let's play more with that (laughs) and have a little bit more sugar and see what else shows up Uh, after our first break. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Keisha Clark. I'm so grateful you're here, and we'll be back after these messages. 
What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life, the strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense? Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now back to our show. Welcome to the next segment of Living Beyond Linear here on Inspired Choices Network. And I am Keisha Clark, and today we are playing with Would You Try a Spoonful of Sugar? So, we're having fun talking about manipulation. If you're just joining us, thank you. And please go back and and listen to the replay. Um, I I invite you to play with the energies of manipulation, and I am inviting you to be playing with the energies of manipulation. Um, I wonder how much more of the possibilities that you are desiring to play with could actually become available to you if you were willing to manipulate, if you were willing to tap into that master of energies that you might just be <laughs> that you might maybe you might not have been willing to acknowledge um until today perhaps until this conversation and uh I'm so aware that w- the way we tend to learn it here uh manipulation is we learn it from the perspective of what's in it for me so a lot of people function from how do I get what I want how can I get what I want out of this. And so if you have those deals going on in your life and that's the approach you're taking, um, as I said earlier, it's pretty good chance that's that's not going to really work out uh, in a way that could be fun and expansive and generative (laughs) for you or anybody else. Um, So we're going to shift that a little bit. And we're going to play with a different question. Um, We're going to play with more than one, actually, because, you know, I like questions. So what if we approached those deals, um, those moments, those creations, those projects, from having a sense of what is desired to be created and then asking the question, what are the energies required to create this? (laughs) Lily is moving some energy for us. And uh, let me just acknowledge Miss Another Manipulatress of Magnitude, <laughs> my little root. Little bitty, teeny tiny, of course, you know, infinite being in a little bitty kitty body. Yes, I'm outing you on, on, on international airspace. <laughs> infinite being in a little bitty kitty body and can absolutely control the universe from where she sits <laughs> and does. <laughs> so... So just acknowledging my little Rue there. If you are under the impression 
or under the point of view that um, your physical size actually determines your ability or lack thereof to be a manipulatress or manipulator of magnitude, um, I just invite you to shift that perspective a bit. <laughs> you don't have to be enormous in physical size. You simply be the energy you be, and what if that's the enormity? What if that's the, um, the infiniteness? What if that's the vastness uh, that is, um, brings a magnitude of possibilities? Or, or uh, how do I want to say that? Um, <clears throat> increases the magnitude of the possibilities of the creation that is desired. So thank you for that, Lilaru. Um, so what are the energies required to create this? What are the energies required to change this? Now, in, the, in last week's show, we were playing with, um, when we go into, the topic was, what do you do with the push-me-pull-you? Of course, from our Dr. Doolittle stories. And we were looking at what is required um, when we trigger into aligning and agreeing or resisting and reacting. And that's a part of being this process of reaching a different realm of possibilities, I guess you could say, a different space of possibilities with the energy of manipulation is having your awareness of what is going on. And that's really the first thing that I see a lot of us don't want to do. We don't want to have our awareness. So that's the first thing. Have your awareness. Be willing to have your awareness. And be willing to acknowledge your awareness. And when you are actually willing to acknowledge and function from your awareness, you actually, by the very nature of that choice, you actually have already, before you even do anything else, you've already got what people refer to as the upper hand. And what do I mean by that? You're willing to see and be more than the people who are not. And that's not because that particular thing does not come from a place of superiority. That's simply the nature of energy. You're willing to be in your awareness and you're willing to be present with that and function from that. That gives you the advantage, my friends, energetically, psychologically, and otherwise. So I know that sounds a little funky and I totally get that. And... Would you be willing to play with that? So have your awareness. Be willing to function from what you're aware of. Now, that in itself can be a little bit of an exercise for many of us <laughs> because we want to call our conclusions awareness oftentimes. So really there is kind of a pre-phase of becoming acquainted with and getting a sense of and getting clarity on what is your awareness versus what is your conclusion or what is your your a point of view that you've just sort of gone on autopilot with. And we all do that. So that's not to make it wrong. It's just a part of the process. I do that. I still have to do that. Okay, is this my awareness? Is this an interesting point of view I have? Okay, this is my awareness. When it's an interesting point of view I have, I'm willing to call myself on it and I'm willing to change that. And then I'm willing to ask, okay, what am I aware of? and get beyond my points of view. So it's just an exercise. It's all a process of building muscles. And it's muscles that we do have, I promise you. 
every one of us is equipped with these muscles. It's just that, well, you know, we haven't used them in a whole lot of time, a whole lot of years, and for some of us, a whole lot of lifetimes. Sometimes we have to kind of work them back into shape, and it can be a little uncomfortable. It could take a little bit of linear time, but that doesn't mean that um, that it handicaps you in any way. Only your choice not to choose, <laughs> only your choice not to be aware is the choice that can handicap you, not any of your natural capabilities. You, you have these natural capabilities. So awareness. So when you're in your awareness and you have that sense, you, you will get a sense. You will begin to receive information of what is required. So if you're willing to play with that, as I said, you've already gotten an advantage. Now, does that mean you have an advantage over anyone? Not necessarily. And that's not really the way I play with it. You can certainly do that if you choose. However, what if your advantage is that you can actually see, you can actually have a sense of what is required to create something that everybody wins with? Yeah. So sometimes we think it, how do I say this? Sometimes things look as though there's a specific purpose for taking an action to create something, okay? And and certainly, oftentimes, yes, there's a most obvious reason, so to speak. However, what has always fascinated me is that even when we're creating something and we're we're taking the really obvious steps we're making some of what i call the obvious choices or the really easy choices sometimes what begins to show up or what we begin to become aware of is that yes the desired outcome is is actually being reached it's being created we're getting there and there's something else going on so this is another thing about manipulation is it, what if it's about more than one point of possibility? What if it's about more than one choice? What if it's about more than one desired effect or result? And is it really about a result is another question you can play with. So a lot of times we make uh, our choices of action and we base our action steps on a desired result. Now, there's not a thing, quote-unquote, wrong with that. And at the same time, I invite you (laughs) to begin to play with the possibility of having a really loose rein on result. Because when we do something that's result-oriented, we've actually, by the nature of the fact that we've made it about a result... We've actually limited the possibilities. So, so let's say, oh gosh, do I have, do I have like life examples from my life? Well, yes, I have a lot of them. So let me see if there one I can share with you on the air. Um, <laughs> so let's say like relationship, okay? Um, let's say that there's you see someone that you're attracted to, 
and you would really like to get to know them. And, and in your mind, you know, like in your world, you're like, I want to get to know them so that I can actually really get to know them, okay? So that's probably, that's some, like something that's bubbling in your universe. So, of course, an energy begins to activate for most of us. <laughs> and, of course, we become uh, a little more willing to go talk to that person or hopefully, you know, because that's kind of one of the required action steps um, at some point. And so you you do that, you take those action steps, and you go and talk to them. And if the only possible result that you are allowing in your world is to create a relationship that is like a romantic kind of relationship with them, what if they could show up as a really amazing friend for you that would bring you even greater that would bring you even more joy than having a romantic relationship with them, with that person. But if the only agenda you're functioning from is you want to have a romantic relationship with them because you want to get in bed with them for whatever reason, the, the way and the energy that you are functioning from and as could be really limiting because you're pointing it all in the direction of the here's what I want out of it and what I want is this specific result. So by going for that specific singular result, what if you're missing out on something that could be even more exciting for you and even more generative and expansive for you and even more of a contribution to your body? Now let's flip it. You might see someone and go, oh, they they could be my friend. Because you might just, you know, disregard that they could be an amazing lover. Okay, and I see a lot of people do this. I'm going to push a little bit of a boundary. Um, But something that I've become aware of is that part of this limitation that we do is uh, when we buy into that we can't be attracted to someone who's the same gender as us. And that doesn't mean you have to go to bed with people the same gender as you. I'm, uh, what I'm referring to is we get these really fixed points of view and we get really fixed in our points of view that you can't be attracted to someone. So uh, me as uh, incarnating as a, a female, if I function from the point of view that I simply cannot be attracted to another female, so I don't even open the door of possibility to that, how much could I be missing regardless of whether I chose to actually create a a specific physical relationship with another woman, how much could I be missing if I stay functioning from the point of view that I cannot be attracted, that I cannot have any of that kind of enjoyment with another woman? And that enjoyment could actually come from something completely non-physical, But if I never even let myself flirt with another woman, if I never even let myself play with those energies with another woman, and if I had incarnated male, if I never allowed myself to even play with those energies with another male, with another man, how much of the possibilities for something yummy and exciting and expansive and really, really generative to me and my body could I be completely eliminating if I was going for that specific result, we can only be friends. Now, let's put it back into 
the the sort of standard. <laughs> um, if if I as a woman see a man, and I go, oh, we can we can be friends. I'm willing to be their friend, and I only function from that result orientation. How much am I missing if that person is someone who could be a fantastic lover? If that person is actually somebody that my body could have a really good time jumping into bed with or on the dining room table or the sofa or wherever. So so here's the point. If we're functioning from a singular result, if we're even functioning from two or three or five results, how much do you begin to get a sense of how much we're actually closing off the possibilities and we're actually closing ourselves off to the possibilities. And it applies in everything. And this is part of what manipulation is about. It's about when you're functioning from your awareness, you're actually being open. And all that it requires, my friends, is willingness. That's all that it requires. You be willing to have your awareness. That gives you a big advantage right there. Because when you're willing to have your awareness, you're willing to know and perceive and be and receive and have and create and choose something different that could actually be the thing that creates more for everybody involved. Wow. And I know that for a a number of you, I may be speaking alien right now. So I invite you to to use this replay on demand feature we have and listen to the show again. And you can even play it while you sleep. You know, it's you don't always have to hear this cognitively to really get it or to let it soak in or receive the the information that's pertinent for you. Okay? Or that's pertinent for where you might be in your life at this moment. I listened to a show on Wednesday morning with Megan Silito and Catherine uh, Macintosh um, uh, was on Megan Silito and Suzanne Stoffer's show, Love Life and All Things Weird. And um, I was just sort of waking up when the show started because I had worked into the wee hours of the morning. And lo and behold, it was exactly what I needed to hear. It was exactly what I required to add to the mix relative to the questions I was asking the universe the night before. And boom, my life changed again. And and boom, more possibilities opened up to me. So it's, it's, it's the willingness to be that energy. And what that requires for us to be it sometimes is is where we also get stuck. We stick ourselves. So that's where I would like to play with, uh, that's what I would like to play with when we come back from this break, is um, it's the the willingness of, it's that being part that we get stuck on sometimes and we really trip ourselves up. And sometimes it, it makes a big, huge mess. And what if we could be willing to make a big, huge mess and still create something amazing? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Wow. And everywhere you have had any kind of a, I don't know, silly, ridiculousness kind of point of view that you can't make a mess and still be a contribution, could you just totally wipe that off your universe right now? Just purge that from your hard drive and let go of that forever and ever. Amen. (laughs) Because what if you can? What if you can make a mess? What if you can be a mess? What if you can totally mess things up 
and still create something amazing? And what if even that is a way of being a master at manipulation? Mm. Oh, goodness gracious, we're pushing all kinds of buttons, and I love it. All right, you are listening to Living Beyond Linear here on Inspired Choices Network. I'm Keisha Clark. I am adoring you, and I'm so grateful you're here. And stick around, because we'll be back. (laughs) What would it be like to function from the entirety of your existence? What if you included all of you in the creation of your life, the strange, the wonderful, and everything in between, with no expectation that it makes any sense? Keisha Clark invites you to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show, an exploration of what is beyond logical and explainable that actually empowers each of us to be creating, living, and loving our lives. Join in the adventures every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You are listening to Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Would you like to bring your question on the show today? Call us in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada at 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also email your questions to Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. Now back to our show. Welcome back, welcome forward, welcome sideways, wherever, whatever direction you want to go to Living Beyond Linear. I'm Keisha Clark. Uh, We're here on Inspired Choices Network. We are talking today about would you try a spoonful of sugar? Oh, goodness gracious. We've kind of gone all over the place, and how does it get even funner, um, with this whole having your awareness and being willing to manipulate and um, and being willing to, manip- to be manipulated. We haven't really talked a whole lot about that, and uh, all of this applies for being willing to be manipulated, being willing to receive, uh, hmm, what do we call that, uh, a stimulus, if you will, uh, and respond to that. Um, and we just might do another show on actually being manipulated. There is a potency in that that a lot of people miss. And wow, what could we be creating if we're willing to be manipulated and still be the master or the mistress of manipulation, even if we were being manipulated? Oh, goodness. Yes, even more buttons to push. <laughs> and are you willing to push some of these buttons? Yeah. So before the break, we were getting into the point of what if you can be a mess, what if you can make a mess and still create something amazing? And what if that can even be a way that you manipulate? Now, that doesn't mean that, well, it can mean whatever you want it to mean. I'm not going to tell you what it has to mean. For me, as I say that, um, I'm aware that (laughs) what that might bring up for a number of us is, you know, sob stories, um, people being victims to get what they want. And yes, that is that happens. That's how some people create. So let's just acknowledge that. You know what? Good on you. If if you're good at that, if that really works for you, awesome. Play with that. Grow that. Expand that. Be more of that. Let that really work to your advantage. And if that's not how you want to play, then what other questions could you begin to play with that would bring you different uh, awareness or bring you more of your awareness to actually do this different. So being a mess, being whatever, being the energies required. You hear me talk about that quite a bit <laughs> on this show. And 
Oh, you know, I, a lot of people, what I get is when you when we hear that phrase, being the energies required, um, it's like we're supposed to know what those energies are. And so I'm just here to tell you, it's not about knowing what those energies are. It's really more about having your awareness in each moment and being willing to follow the energy of what is required. So if you get a sense that it's required to say something, you know, to acknowledge someone for their scarf that day or their uh, the job they did on a project or for their ability uh, to be a team player, you know, something that, that they're maybe just sharing with the group, and you get the hit to acknowledge that uh, privately or in front of the group, follow that energy. What if you started to follow those impulses? Some people call that an impulse. It's a little bit of a different energy, but I'll still use that word because I get that you know we apply it in the way we apply it. So what if you followed that energy and you then acknowledge that person? And it could go a number of ways, but we're talking about being a mess. What if you acknowledged it out loud? <laughs> and what if that made them really uncomfortable? So it might look like you were creating a bit of a mess. But what if that is something that was required for them to reach a point to look at something in a different way? And what if the uncomfortableness got you to look at something in a different way? So you see, there's no, here's one of my favorite things to say, there is no wrong answer. There's no wrong way to do this. You, you can't really get consciousness wrong, okay? <laughs> and you can't really get your life wrong even though it might feel like you've made wrong choices or you've taken wrong turns or you've married the wrong person sometimes. <laughs> but you really can't get it wrong. It's really, you get to keep choosing, okay? And it and the variable here is how willing are we to have our awareness and function from that? And that allows us to manipulate the energies in different ways. If we're not really willing to have our awareness, we don't get to manipulate in a way that really creates what we desire to create. If we're willing to have our awareness, we get to play more with the energies of creation and we get to manipulate more. And the more we're willing to play with that, the better we get at it. So what is something that comes so easy for you that you have not been willing to utilize to manipulate the energies to create something you truly desire or to create what really works for you in the first place. Holy moly, that's there's a lot of charge around that question. Oh my goodness. So let's just maybe take a moment and everywhere you functioned from that limitation, everywhere you've only been willing to let that be your choice because of whatever you've bought into about manipulation and what it has to be and what it is and what it can't be and what it looks like and what it can't look like. Oh my goodness. Would you be willing in this 10 seconds, just, just for a split second even, to choose beyond those points of view? Yeah. What becomes available to you when you're willing to go beyond the points of view that have kept you stuck? When you're willing to see this from a different perspective, you actually change what is possible. Wow. So are you good at singing? <laughs> I got called on the carpet just recently. 
because I, I sing a little. <laughs> That's the statement I like to use. I sing. I love to sing, actually. If For those of you who haven't gotten to hear me before on this show, I do love to sing. Um, I actually have a song that has been uh, released out into the world, and I I <laughs> I love I just love singing and I also do something uh there's something that began to show up for me a couple of years ago and I refer to it as phonetic toning and for me that is something that up until just recently I had really only done like out in nature you know with the wild animals and the flora and the fauna and the planet and the universe <laughs> and not really people and um, just recently, in this last few months, it's really been being brought into my attention and into my awareness that, um, hello, ding, 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 you know, that might be something the universe would like for you to play more with, and that might be a way for you <laughs> to invite more energies to play with you, and that might be a way for you to create something greater, something more in the world. Are you willing to choose that is the question that's being posed to me. And... I can tell you for a long time I wasn't willing to choose that. <laughs> and that's changing. Um, so so what is it that you do? What is it that you be naturally, organically, with with ease, with no effort, that you could completely utilize to manipulate the energies? Mary Poppins was brilliant with children. She was she probably had a degree in psychology, who knows? But she was brilliant. She could bring all of the energies. And if it showed up as a song, a catchy little tune, she did it. And if it showed up as uh the energy of, of kindness, she did it. And if it showed up as the energy of being stern, she did it. She was willing to be the energies. Even if it was a Disney story. Where do you think it came from? People who had awareness about what is possible when we're willing to manipulate it? Now, did they write that in their thesis of the story? No. <laughs> but how lucky are we that we can actually look at stories like that? We can actually look to those examples like Mary Poppins and we can go, wow, look what she did. And she was a master of manipulation, being who she bees, just being Mary Poppins. So what is you just being who you are, being all the energies you are? What what could become available to you now for you to be able to manipulate all of the energies to create something, really just to create? Like whatever do you want to create, right? What could become available to you now? And anywhere you are resisting it, would you be willing to keep asking the question and keep choosing beyond the resistance? And if you play in uh, any of the access circles, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate everything that comes up at every moment that it comes up? Just keep letting it go. Keep choosing and keep asking. Yeah. So I'm going to ask. <laughs> I'm going to choose to ask. And I'm actually inviting you to play with me uh, if you'd like to play here around town. 
Uh, I have two events in the coming couple of Sundays. This coming Sunday, June 25th, I'm going to be playing at the 5th Annual Holistic Festival of Life and Living, and I will be doing readings at the festival all day. It's in Plano, Texas, and um, if you go to my Living Beyond Linear Facebook page, I actually have a post that has that information on there. So if you're in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, come find us on the 25th, and if you won't be in the Dallas-Fort Worth area until the next Sunday, July the 2nd, I'm going to be at the Dallas Psychic Fair, which is um, in the northern part of Dallas also. And uh, you can actually just, there's a link on this replay page, so all you got to do is scroll down and find that, click on it, and you'll find out all the information about the Dallas Psychic Fair. Um, and I also have something else going on that I would like to invite you to. Um, I mentioned a few minutes ago that I have a song out in the world. It's called Global Embrace. And I'm doing something kind of fun. Uh, I'm going to play with oh, manipulation. <laughs> and um, I'm going to be doing, I, I think it's going to be for the next two weeks, so possibly till the through the July the 8th, I believe. Um, if you purchase the song, you can go to cdbaby.com. That link is also on this replay. You purchase the song. If you will uh, do a few things for me, I'm willing to uh, invite you to a very special evening of some more of what I do. And it will be the phonetic toning and the facilitation that I do. Um, so I'm inviting you to purchase the song, Global Embrace. Um, if you would if you enjoy it, if it's something fun for you uh, and you like the song, um, if you would leave a review on CD Baby, if you'd write a review and post it on the CD Baby site, and uh, there's also a SoundCloud link, uh, if you would actually like the SoundCloud recording and maybe comment in SoundCloud, and if you would be willing to share that you purchased the song on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or LinkedIn or wherever you want to share it, um, if you will let me know you've done that, you can actually just uh, email me a copy of your receipt for the purchase of the song and then let me know where you've posted and you can use hashtag global embrace in your postings. Um, I am creating a special evening for people who are willing to play with me in that way. And um, it's also a thank you for your willingness to share me and my song out into the world even more. Um, You'll get an evening uh, with me, uh, virtually speaking. <laughs> I'll be, it'll be an online event, and um, I will be offering my phonetic toning and my facilitation. And um, it's just, it, it's, it's a night that wants to be just a really special evening of um, healing and transformation and joy and kindness and activation. So um, that's what I'm putting together. So if you have. Any questions about any of that, as I said earlier, you can email me, Keisha at livingbeyondlinear.com. I will be happy to answer your questions and play with you, however that wants to show up. So for this week, my friends, would you be willing to try a spoonful of sugar and would you be willing to be a spoonful of sugar, however that shows up, however it's being asked to be created? And oh my goodness, what becomes possible when you're willing to choose that? I adore you. Have a great week. And come back and play with me next week. Living Beyond Linear Radio Show with Keisha Clark. Connect with Keisha on Facebook at Living Beyond Linear for more offerings and events to play with. And you always have a standing invitation to join Keisha each week, Fridays at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com for more adventures in Living Beyond Linear.